Calling all trivia nerds, Brittany here, and I host the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast with my best friend, Meredith. Is your next car ride looking like a snooze fest? We've got the cure. Three rounds of awesome trivia every week. Harry Potter, Disney, science, sports, you name it. No more silent car troubles. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Connect, laugh, and learn with your kids, big and small. (laughs) New episodes every week, wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Hello, I'm the Reading Bug. And today's episode of Reading Bug Adventures is sponsored by Penguin Young Readers. Featuring Ordinary People Change the World. A series of spectacular illustrated biographies for early readers by New York Times bestselling author Brad Meltzer. After today's adventure, you may want to pick up I Am Jane Goodall, or maybe I Am Abraham Lincoln, which was featured in our Wild West adventure. Get all the books in the Ordinary People Change the World series at thereadingbug.com or your local independent bookstore. Hello, reader. Welcome back to part two of our chimpanzee adventure. Part one was released earlier. Be sure to listen so you're all caught up. We need to get back to the Gombe National Park to save Jubilee, the little lost chimpanzee. But before we do, I have a few people I'd like to thank. Reading Bug Adventures is mixed and mastered by Resonate Recordings and made possible by our wonderful sponsors and by listeners like you. To learn more about how you can help support us, please visit our page at patreon.com. When you become a patron, you can get access to music downloads, exclusive content, fun podcast gifts, and more. Hello to our newest patrons, Alex and Sophie from California, Maya from California, Carrie from California, and Blake, Meredith, and Eloise, who are also from California. Hi, and thank you. You're part of what makes it possible for us to continue to write, perform, and produce new original stories and music. Thanks to all our patrons for your support. Our podcast is 100% original, created, written, and produced by The Reading Bug, our independent children's bookstore. We're passionate about educating, entertaining, and engaging readers of all ages and inspiring a lifelong love of reading. Learn all about us and shop for books at thereadingbug.com. And moms and dads, if these adventures get your children excited about reading, please consider a Reading Bug box. Reading Bug box is the best book subscription for kids. Every box is full of books handpicked by me and other members of our store staff, perfectly matched to every child's unique interests and reading level. Learn more at readingbugbox.com. Now, do you remember what happened on our adventure last time, reader? That's right. We traveled across the globe to the Gombe National Park in Africa on a very important mission to help our new friend Salim find and rescue a lost baby chimpanzee named Jubilee. We finally found her, but she's stuck in a tree with a giant snake and needs our help. So, what are we waiting for? Are you ready to continue on our adventure? Great! On the count of three, let's all imagine ourselves zipping back across the ocean to Tanzania. Ready? One, two, three, let's fly! It's a reading bug adventure, there's lots of fun in store. Just inside our book bag, there's new places to explore. Grab your crayons and paper, and your imaginations too. The Reading Bug and I can't wait to share our trip with you. Oh, hello, reader. I'm so glad you came back to help us rescue little Jubilee, the chimpanzee. And you're back just in time, too, 
If you remember, poor little Jubilee was separated from her mom and her twin brother several days ago. And when we found her, she was stuck right up above us, high up on a branch of the Mbala tree, crying and afraid to climb down because of the giant, dangerous rock python looped around the branch next to her. We're standing on the ground below Jubilee with Salim, our new friend who is a primatologist here in Gombe Stream National Park in Tanzania, trying to figure out a way to get Jubilee out of the tree and away from that enormous snake. Reader, have you been able to think of any way to get Jubilee down from the treetop without waking the sleeping python perch next to her? We've got to hurry. We may be running out of time. I'm afraid the python will wake up any minute now. Salim, what are we going to do? Friends, I have a tiny bit of good news for you. First, the python is still sleeping, see? But for how much longer, I do not know. Second, look at his belly. That python is as big around as my thigh. That means he has eaten recently and is not likely to be hungry today. Did you know that an African rock python can live up to an ear without food if the animal it has eaten is big enough to sustain it? But I still don't want to take any chances. Let's make sure that the snake stays sleeping as long as possible while we attempt our rescue. Okay, Salim, but how? Any way up the tree and onto Jubilee's branch means we'll need to cross paths with that python. Not exactly, Lauren. What if we rescued Jubilee from above? From above? Yes. If we climb all the way up the trunk of the tree, I think we could sneak out to one of the branches right above Jubilee, moving over the snake. Once we've made it there, we just need to reach down for Jubilee and carry her back over the snake and down the tree branch. Fantastic idea, reading bug. But it's dangerous too. Not only will we need to climb high into the tree, but we'll still be only feet away from that dangerous snake. Lauren, Rita, reading bug, I won't be able to rescue Jubilee alone. Do you think you can climb the tree with me so we can work together to bring her down to safety? Oh my, reader, the reading bug's plan may be the only way to save Jubilee, but it's not going to be easy. What do you say? Are you ready to face danger and climb the tree with Salim? Yes? Okay, let's do it. Salim, we're ready to climb with you. But I'm worried the snake may wake up while we're up there. What should we do if the python wakes up? Oh, I have an idea. Lauren, I read that snakes are frightened by loud noises, which is pretty weird since they don't have ears and can't hear. But they do feel the vibrations from loud noises. If the python wakes up, should we maybe start making loud noises to scare it? Great idea, reading bag. It's never a good idea to face a dangerous snake head on. But if the python starts to wake up, and we have no other choice, let's all clap our hands, bang on the tree, and shout as loudly as we can to see if we can frighten him away. When that time comes, I'll call out the words we should yell, and you can repeat them after me, okay? Okay! Okay! Okay, now are you ready to start our climb? We will need to move slowly and quietly. Careful not to wake the python as we move higher and higher. Okay, reader. It's time to climb. Just reach your arms up as high as they can go and grab the tree trunk just above your head. Great. Now, pull yourself up with your arms while pushing down on the trunk below you with your feet. 
excellent work. Now again, and remember to keep quiet and move slowly. No sudden movements. We don't want to wake that snake. Good. Stretch, pull. Stretch, pull. Keep it up. Stretch, pull, stretch, pull. Keep on moving, up we go. Stretch, pull, stretch, pull. Can we make it? I don't know. Stretch, pull, stretch, pull. Stretch, pull, stretch, pull. Excellent work, reader. We're almost there. But first, we need to climb past the python. Don't look, but he's really, really close to us, breathing heavily. Maybe because of that large meal in his belly. Let's move very carefully and very quietly past him. Follow right behind Salim and grab the branch and pull. Stretch, pull, stretch, pull. Keep on moving, up we go. Stretch, pull, stretch, pull. Can we make it? I don't know. Stretch, pull, stretch, pull. Stretch, pull, stretch, pull. We made it to the top. Phew, we made it. We're on the tree branch just above Jubilee and the snake. But, oh my, don't look down, reader. It's a very, very long way down. Let's keep our bellies close to the branch below us so we don't slip and fall. Salim, you too. Okay. Stretch your body out with your belly on the branch and slide out just a little further until we're just above little Jubilee. Just like that. Reader. You look a little like a snake moving along on your belly like that. Okay, just a little further, and we'll be right above Jubilee. Great! Keep going! Wait! Everyone stop! Salim, why did the baboons start making such a ruckus? If they don't quiet down soon, they're going to wake the python for sure. Um, Lauren, I think it's too late to worry about that. I think the baboons are trying to warn Jubilee that the snake is awake. And, oh no, now it's slowly moving toward a very frightened Jubilee. Harry, we must rescue her now. We are out of time. Yes, reader. We need to move quickly now. Since you're just above Jubilee, I need you to reach your arms down as far as you can. I'll hold on to your legs while you reach it to make sure you don't fall. Quickly, reach! Reach! Just a little more. Come on, Jubilee. Just a little jump and you'll be in our arms. Come on, Jubilee. Don't be scared. We're here to help. Yes, we've got her. Great work, Rida. Quickly hand Jubilee to me and we will pull you back up again. That was close. How brave you were, Reader. But you did it. You rescued poor little Jubilee. But Lauren, the snake is still blocking our way down the tree. And he's looking hungrily up at us. I'm not sure our escape is over just yet. You're right, reading bag. 
it is time to clap our hands, bang on the tree and make as much noise as possible to see if we can make that snake go away. Can you help? Clap with me now. Very good. The python seems very confused, but is still not moving away. While we are clapping and stomping, let's try this chant I often use to chase snakes away. Repeat my words very loudly. Python, python in the tree. Python, python in the tree. I'm loud and fast and you'll never catch me. I'm, I'm loud and fast and you'll never catch me. I'm gonna keep on clapping. I'm making a fuss. I'm gonna keep on clapping and making a fuss. Until you slither away from us. Until you slither away from us. Look, I think it's working. Let's try again. All together now. Python, Python in the tree. I'm loud and fast and you'll never catch me. I'm gonna keep on clapping and making a fuss. Until you slither away from us. Hooray! Look, reader! All that noise worked. The python is slithering down the tree now, away from us. And boy, does he look mad. As soon as it clears away, let's hurry down the tree ourselves and run away before the python realizes we're gone. Yes, humans really can run much faster than pythons can slither. But we'll need to be sure to run fast. Okay, the snake has made it down the tree. Quickly follow me and Jubilee down the tree trunk. Hold on tight to the branch, and then move your feet to the branch below. Good job. Keep on going until we reach the ground. Great. Now quickly run this way. Go! Oh, we did it! Great work, everyone! But wait! Oh no! Where's Jubilee? I don't see her anywhere. Do you think she might have fallen? No, no. I carried her safely down from the tree. But where has she gone now? <coughs> oh, look. Not to worry. Jubilee just wanted to hug her baboon friend, Goblina. Look, there they are, reader. Oh, wow. They're so cute together. See them tickling each other with their fingers and rubbing and nuzzling each other? They really are best friends. And here she comes back. Hello, Jubilee. It's very good to see you and to have you back in my arms again, even though I know I'm only second best to Goblina. Here, I have bought you some snacks since I knew you'd be hungry. Reader, look how much Jubilee loves the bananas and fruit Solana is feeding her. She must be really hungry after such a scary ordeal. Now that your tummy is full, little one, I think it's time for us to head back to find Josie and Jack. What do you think? And look how excited Jubilee is when Salim mentioned her mother and brother's names. It looks like she knew Salim was talking about her family. Lauren, I'm sure she did. I read that chimps not only can learn to recognize our words, but they also have been taught to use sign language to communicate with humans. Oh, wow, that's incredible. What a happy ending to our search for Jubilee. I'm jubilant we were able to find her and rescue her on our adventure today. I can't wait to tell my family all about it. Oh, but our adventure is not over yet, Lauren. We still need to get this little chimp home. Now I don't usually hike through the rainforest like this, especially in the late afternoon. 
it can be very dangerous at this time because now is when many of the animals get active and predators begin to hunt. We might run across a hot hippopotamus getting ready for a float in the river or a leopard looking for its lunch. We will want to start walking right now before it gets any darker. Oh yes, please. Our run-in with that ten-foot python was enough excitement for one day, don't you agree, reader? Let's walk quickly so we can get Jubilee back to her family as soon as possible and without any more danger. Of course, Lauren. Let's get started and stay alert for sounds of dangerous animals. But in our haste, we don't want to miss the sights and sounds of the late afternoon in Gombe. For example, if you look over there, where the sun will be setting, you can see a giant eagle owl. Oh yes! Look, he's right there! The giant eagle owl is the largest owl in Africa, measuring a little over two feet in length. It is mainly gray in color, and you can distinguish it from other large owls by its bright pink eyelids. That owl is probably just waking up now, since it's a nocturnal animal like the leopard. That's right, reading bug. If you're quiet as you walk, you can see other sights as well. Like that small group of bush pigs rooting around, looking for food in the fertile ground close to the river there. Do you see them? Oh, yes. You said they're called bush pigs? They look a little like pigs and a bit like wild boar, too. You know, I bet bush pigs share a lot of DNA with those other animals. I read that bush pigs are about three feet tall, but the grown-ups can weigh up to 325 pounds. These bush pigs in front of us are dark brown with a lighter colored mane, and they have small eyes, a muscular snout that they can use to find food, and pointed ears. Reader, maybe you'll want to draw an illustration of one. Oh, and can you hear them too? I also read that bush pigs communicate with one another using grunts and squeals. Listen. Yes, I hear them too, reading bag. And here's another sight. If you use your binoculars and look away down the river, you might catch a glance of a hippo getting ready to launch himself into the river. Let's try it. Grab your binoculars, reader. What do you see? Oh, look. I see the hippo, but Salim, I think that hippo may be a her, because I also see a cute, tiny hippo baby following right behind her. <laughs> Don't worry, Jubilee. We think you're cute, too. Salim, Jubilee is such a pretty name. Do you know who named this cute little chimp? I don't know who named her, but I know why she's named Jubilee. Why? Do you remember that Jane Goodall was the first person to study chimpanzees in the Gombe National Park? Well, when Jane was very little, her father bought her a lifelike chimpanzee and she named Jubilee the name of the first baby chimpanzee born at the London Zoo. Jane's parents' friends that the chimpanzee toy would frighten baby Jane. But Jane loved her stuffed animal. And even now, more than 80 years later, Jubilee, the stuffed chimpanzee toy, sits on a chair in Jane's home in England. So our little real-life chimpanzee, Jubilee, was named after the baby chimp at the London Zoo and Jane Goodall's stuffed animal. That's correct, little bug. A pretty name for a pretty little chimpanzee. Oh, it's okay, Jubilee. Don't worry, we'll find your mother and brother soon. Lauren, we still have a pretty long way to go. How about a song to help comfort Jubilee? Great idea, Reading Bug. I've been working on a little ditty all day long. 
I call this the primate swing. And I wrote it just for you, Jubilee. Reader, I'm going to need your help with the movements and sounds, okay? Ready? And jump from tree to tree. Ooh, 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 ooh. Peel a banana just like a chimpanzee. Ooh, 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 ooh. Beat your chest like a big gorilla. And if you do too, we can work together to protect their home. Give them safe places to live and roam. singing. Thank you, Lauren. If you look around, you'll see that we are on a path that the chimpanzees sometimes use, so keep watch, we may encounter a few chimps. Gombe chimps are pretty used to the people who watch them, and they think of us as just another forest animal, like the baboons and the monkeys. Occasionally, however, a male chimp may become aggressive if he encounters a human that he hasn't seen before. So let's all stick together so that any chimp that may approach us can quickly see that you are with me. Uh, Lauren? Solon? Weir? Don't look now, but I think we've got company. Salim, look! It's a chimpanzee with its hair standing on end all over its body. Just like a cat when it's frightened. Oh no, he's not alone. There are more chimpanzees coming out of the trees all around us. I know you said that the chimpanzees here were friendly to humans, but these chimps don't look like they're trying to make friends. Should we be afraid? Let's try to stay calm, everyone. You're right that these chimps are being a little aggressive. I read that when a chimpanzee's hair is standing on end, like that one's, the chimp is displaying. That means that it is trying to look as big and ferocious as possible, because it is about to attack another chimpanzee, or another animal. You mean, another animal like us? Well, yes, possibly. In this case, these chimps may think that we are the ones who have taken Jubilee, so they could be getting ready to attack us in order to rescue her. Reading Bug, you had some good advice for us with the python. Any chance you've read anything about how to stop a chimpanzee from attacking? Yes. The first rule is to remain calm. But I don't know how to do that because I'm really scared. Once again, little bug, your reading has come in handy. It is very important that we all remain calm. So please stand still and please try to avoid sudden movements. We need to keep our breathing steady and hold our ground. But we don't want to move any closer to them than we are right now. Uh, I don't know how long I can face off with these giant strong primates. Quick, Lauren, try singing them your song and see if it can put all of us at ease. Okay, you think it'll work? Sing with me. Ooh, 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 ooh. 
swing like a monkey and jump from tree to tree. Ooh, 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 ooh. Peel a banana just like a chimpanzee. Ooh, 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 ooh. Beat your chest like a big gorilla. Ooh. Like a little bonobo Monkey see and monkey do I love monkeys and if you do too We can work together to protect their home Give them safe places to live and roam toward us, carrying a little chimp that's about Jubilee's size. I sure hope that's Jubilee's mom and brother, Josie and Jack. Jubilee, is that your mother and brother? It is them. I recognize Josie and Jack. The rest of you stay where you are, and I will slowly bend down and let Jubilee run to her family. Listen to those sounds as they welcome Jubilee back, reader. And look! Jubilee has jumped onto Josie's back and is busily grooming her. And the rest of the chimpanzees look happy, too. They must have decided that we were friends, not foes. That's right. We're friends. Friends, do you understand? Salim, you said the chimpanzees have been taught to understand sign language, right? Yes, that's right. Well, perhaps they'll understand if we show them the sign for friendship. Reader. Hold out both of your pointer fingers in a hooked C-shape. Great. Now, hook them together with one hand facing up and the other hand facing down. Excellent. Now, switch your hands so the opposite one is facing down and hook your fingers again, just like your pointer fingers are giving each other a hug. That's right. Good job. <laughs> Bye, Jubilee. <laughs> Bye, Jack. Bye, Josie. Lauren, Rear, look. Josie is making the sign for friendship back at us as she walks back into the trees. She did understand us. Salim, where are all the chimpanzees going? It's getting to be the time for the chimps to make their beds high in the trees where they'll spend the night tonight. Talking about beds, I'm about ready for bed myself. That was an incredible adventure. Reading Bug, thanks for bringing us here to help us rescue and find Jubilee. Now that we have reunited Jubilee with her family, I think it's time to say goodbye to you, Salim. To jump into our magic book bag and head for home. Salim, thank you for your friendship and for being our guide on today's incredible adventure. It was my pleasure. We would not have been able to find Jubilee without you, the reading bag, and your reader friend. Thank you all for your help. Thank you, Salim. We'll hope to visit again on another adventure soon. But for now... We must say goodbye. Reader, it's time to hop into the Reading Bug's book bag and head home again. Are you ready to go? Everyone hop three times with me, then into my book bag. Here we go. One hop, 
Two hops, three hops, and we're in. We've had a big adventure within our book bag, and I think we saved the day. We'll see you next time. Goodbye, book bag. Now it's time to fly away. It's working. Look, reader, we're zipping away from the Gombe National Park and heading back home again. The forests, chimpanzees, and other wildlife are all fading from view as our adventure comes to an end. It was wonderful traveling back to Africa with you. We learned a lot about the chimpanzees, just like Jane Goodall, and we were able to rescue little Jubilee and return her safely to her mother and brother. When we get back, I hope you'll show the illustrations you create to your friends and family and tell them all about our trip together. What was the part of the adventure that you'll remember the most? I'll never forget that enormous snake, the joy of Jubilee's mom and brother when she was returned to them, or the other animals of Africa, like the baboons, bushbuck, and skinks. Reader, if you enjoyed today's adventure and want to learn more by reading any of the books in my book bag today, you can find a complete list at www.thereadingbug.com adventures. Reader, look! We made it back home! Thanks for your help on today's adventure. We could never have found Jubilee without you and your terrific imagination. You climbed up the tree and loudly scared away that snake. You made a real difference for Jubilee and her family. When you're a reader, you're a leader. You're ready to learn about everything as you grow. You'll show this world that you can be anything. You could write a book or fly a plane. Build a house with a giant crane Whatever you do, one thing will be true There's nothing you can't do You can see it through Just by being you Cause you're a reader, you're a leader You're ready to learn about everything As you grow, you'll show this world that you can be anything You could sing your way into a Broadway show Don't let anyone tell you no Whatever you do, one thing will be true There's nothing you can't do You can make your dreams come true Just by being you You were a brave adventurer today, reader We'll see you again really soon for another incredible adventure together. Goodbye, readers. See you soon. Goodbye. It's a reading bug adventure. There's lots of fun in store. Just inside our book bag, there's new places to explore. Grab your crayons and paper and your imaginations, too. The reading bug and I can't wait to share our trip with you. Today's episode of Reading Bug Adventures was sponsored by Penguin Young Readers, featuring Ordinary People Change the World, a series by New York Times best-selling author Brad Meltzer. I am Jane Goodall gave me lots of great ideas for today's adventure. And there are so many more inspiring people to read about in this series. Rosa Parks, Jim Henson, George Washington, Helen Keller. I wonder which one I'll read next. Wow, Reading Bug. It sure sounds like these books have inspired you to be the bravest and smartest bug you can be. The series is illustrated by Chris Iliopoulos. I recommend this series for any early reader and anyone looking to learn more about some of the amazing people who have changed our world. Get books in the Ordinary People Change the World series by New York Times bestselling author Brad Meltzer. 
at your local independent bookstore or thereadingbug.com. Thank you for all your support, Penguin Young Readers, and thanks to all of our individual sponsors as well. If you're interested in becoming a patron, visit our page at patreon.com and learn about how you can support Reading Bug Adventures and get exclusive music downloads, content, goodies, and more. Thank you for listening to Reading Bug Adventures. I'm Lauren Savage, and today's adventure was an original story written by Diane and Brandon Savage. This episode was performed by me and Chloe Savage, with original music by me and my brother, Ross Gruet. Sound mixing and mastery was done by Resonate Recordings. The Reading Bug is a family-owned independent bookstore in California, and we're passionate about educating, entertaining, and engaging children of all ages. Learn more about us at thereadingbug.com and our personalized subscription box service at readingbugbox.com. And please support passion, expertise, and creativity in children's literature by continuing to shop with us or other local independent booksellers. Thank you. Hi, friends. Are you looking for a new podcast? Maybe something you can share with your littles? Something that has some storytelling in it? Well, then look no further. We have Storytime with Philip and Mommy, where my son and I sit and discuss all the great books that you might love while we read them. So, Little Golden Books, Berenstain Bears, and even the new classics like Bluey. We sit down, we read, we discuss, and we have so much fun doing it. Come and join us. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now.